0: At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling, so we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. OMG, I finally made a physical planner. Truth be told, I created this planner years ago, but we have finally brought it all together and created this physical planner for you to help you in your business. When I first started my business, I was working a nine to five, had a new baby, and I was juggling all of the things while trying to get my business off the ground and running. And even as I continued to grow my business for a few years, it was as a solopreneur, And so I really had to have a clear plan of action and a roadmap for what I was focused on every single day so that I didn't have to waste time sitting in overwhelm or wondering what I was going to be working on. I started implementing the practices inside of the new 90-day brand Mary Planner back in 2016. When I was juggling all the things similar to probably what you're doing right now as you work to grow your business. I spent a few years tweaking it until finally, at the beginning of 2020, I felt like I had mastered the 90-day plan. That also just so happens to be the same year that I doubled my revenue, and I don't think that it was by chance. I really think it came down to having a really clear roadmap and intention on what I was going to be working on and what would yield the biggest results in my business. So we have created this beautiful planner for you. It is an 8 x 5 by 11 to serve as your key signature planner specifically for your business. It's not necessarily a place to jot down every single thing that you are doing in your life. We can save that all for our automated Google calendars, please. Those are on our phone. This is really for you to be intentional with the plans of your business. Now, of course, inside of the planner, there are tons of strategies, because if you know me, you know, and it's so important in how you show up in your life how to plan, we talk about your business in general, how you plan your business around really important events in your life, and making sure that you're checking in with yourself on a regular basis. This planner covers all of the areas that I talk about when it comes to building a sustainable business. So, if you feel like you set these really big intentions for the year, but then you don't have a clear roadmap and action plan for actually executing those pieces, this planner is for you. If you feel like you can really get overwhelmed with all of the different things that you could be doing in your business and don't actually take the time to map it all out and break it all down into bite-sized pieces, then this planner is definitely for you. If you feel like you are always running your business on full throttle, not taking time to actually check in with yourself or see how your business is feeling and make those adjustments regularly, then you guessed it, this planner is for you. This planner was really designed to help you build your sustainable business while making sure that your business doesn't take away from the beautiful life of freedom that you desire. You can head to brandmary.com slash planner to grab your planner today. Again, it's com slash planner. You can also sign up for some additional resources that you get once you purchase the planner to help you improve your time management and productivity. I can't wait for you to get your hands on this and see how it supports you in building your sustainable business and life of freedom. I'm so excited that you are here. Today is a special day. Well, actually, the special day was yesterday, but I am celebrating with this episode release yesterday my little boy turned seven. What? (laughs) I don't even know how that is possible. Um, But yes, it was his seventh birthday yesterday, and he's my little Sagittarius baby. Actually, fun fact if you're into astrology and all that stuff, um, I surround myself with the Sagittarius sign. Isn't that interesting? So I'm a Virgo. If you uh, know anything about Virgos, it explains a lot about me. And um, I don't have a lot of Virgos in my life. Very, I think I maybe have like one friend that's a Virgo, but a lot of my clients are Virgos. It's just all interesting. But one thing I realized a few years ago is that my best friend, like most of my best friends, um, my husband, my son, all, they're all Sagittarius. It is such an exciting month for us when it comes to birthdays. But my little Sagittarius had um had quite the birth experience. And if you want to listen to my birth story a little bit more about that, we will link it in the show notes. But a few years ago, I had a podcast called The Beautiful Climb. And I've taken a break from that podcast uh, just for a little while until I'm feeling inspired to go back. It was more of like a passion project for me. And the Beautiful Climb podcast, the episodes are still available, but I did an entire series on... My birth story, and you know what that journey was like, and how I moved into motherhood um, with a lot of resistance (laughs) to bring my son into the world with like my body. I had a home birth, so lots of different things that I'm not going to go into right now in this episode, but all of those feelings definitely come up every year when he celebrates his birthday. And what's so interesting about our story is that my business really parallels the birth of my son. And so it was just you know, really two weeks later after his birth that I got the idea to start my business, just sitting on the couch, complete postpartum fog, which I also talk about on the Beautiful Climb podcast. So we'll link that in the show notes. You can go to brandmary.com slash podcast to get the show notes for this episode. But I looked at my husband and I was just like, I don't wanna go back to work, which was a shock to both of us. I was going through such a transition at that time. I always thought that I would be the person who worked. My husband and I had talked years before we even had kids, before we were married, that he was gonna be a stay-at-home dad. And we always knew we wanted to homeschool our children. That was always a goal for us. And we knew we wanted to travel, but we didn't know it was gonna be like, it is today. I always imagined myself working in a corporation, climbing up the corporate ladder, um, and just working a nine to five. That was really what I just always imagined my story being. And I remember feeling this like pull to do something more, to create something more. And at the time, I didn't necessarily know what that meant in terms of a life of freedom, but I knew that I wanted to be home with my son. And I started exploring that those first few months that he was here, ultimately deciding kind of the type of business that I was going to do and that I was actually going to do it in March Registering my business in April. And then, you know, well, the rest is history that we're currently writing. (laughs) And so I have a lot, a lot of just emotions that come up right around his birthday because it really feels like it was a turning point in our entire lives. And, you know, obviously, when you become a parent, that's what happens, right? You're becoming a parent for the first time, especially so much of your life changes and of course all those those things did change the things you know you hear about you know like sleep and <laughs> just quiet time and quality time and different things like that like all of that was like a new adjustment to us but so much of our world that we knew to be true was changing rapidly following his birth and so it's just such an interesting um time for me and so i wanted to record an episode for my fellow mompreneurs out there or anyone who is thinking about um you know starting a business if you already have children or maybe you're hoping or planning to start a family and you're already an entrepreneur and you're you're in research mode right i i really really believe that one of the reasons that i have been able to let's use the word juggle been able to juggle you know, raising my son, being there with my family, uh, you know, maintaining my life and my lifestyle while also, you know, working hard and achieving things in my business. I really think it's because I grew my business from day one with a baby, with a child. And that is something that a lot of people Don't necessarily experience. I know a lot of entrepreneurs who run their business solo and then become parents. And that is such a shift for them. And a lot of them come to me and are like, oh my gosh, like everything is different. What, how do I do this? Like I can't just sit down at my computer for eight hours a day and just like get work done. Like everything has changed. But I've known nothing different. And my life is actually kind of reversed in that. I had to start my business juggling all of the things and figuring out all of the things and it has only been within the last, you know, 2 years really since my husband retired that I now have time, right? <laughs> I have more time. But there are still things obviously that come up and and my son, we all work, you know, and he does learning and then my husband works in this cohesive environment. And so it's just a different it's just a different way of entrepreneurship and it's something that i really feel completely lucky or let's say hashtag blessed right <laughs> that i got to build my business in this type of environment because it has taught me so much and people ask me a lot like about my systems and my time management and all of that came out of a necessity to carve out time to optimize my schedule to get more done in Small periods. So, I wanted to share a little bit more about some of my top tips. I have five of them for you for mompreneurs when it comes to doing all of the things. All right. Before I get into today's episode, I wanted to quickly remind you about the limited time business roadmap quiz. If you haven't taken the quiz already, you can go to brandmary.com slash roadmap. It's B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y.com slash roadmap. And this really short quiz that I've designed is going to give you your next three steps in business. So we are approaching a new year, which is a fantastic opportunity for you to really reflect on what's happened over the last year. Decide in this moment, what you want to achieve, what you want to celebrate in the next year when it comes to your business. And having these three steps based on where you are and where you want to go can be incredibly beneficial to you. So I have designed this quiz to help take the mystery out of what you should be doing or working on in your business to get results. And as soon as you complete the quiz, you're going to receive the next three steps outlined for you. And for the first time ever, I have released a three-part video series. So once you take the quiz, you're also going to get access to this three-part video series that's also going to help you create your business and life of freedom in 2023. So again, if you haven't taken the quiz yet, head to brandmary.com roadmap. The quiz is only available until December 31st. Okay. Yay. All right. Let's jump in. To some entrepreneur tips. I've already shared a little bit about my journey, but I just want to kind of paint a picture of, you know, what it was like those early, you know, months, even years growing my business. So, I began my business while on maternity leave and continued to grow and build out my website and do all of those things once I had returned to work. So, in the US, we only get 3 months and um it's a problem, but we'll talk about that another time. Uh, We only get three months. And so I went back to work very, very quickly, really struggled with that, but knew that my goal was to launch this business so that I didn't have to keep working, you know, that I could be home. So for... About six or so months, I juggled the nine to five um, and building my business. My son would go to my mother in law's house. My mom had him for a day. My husband was a store manager, so he got to write the schedule. So he was always off on Wednesdays. That was his day off. So he was home with our son. So, you know, we kind of had this dynamic going. Um, We utilized family a ton, and I would basically take him, you know, um, go to work. Work on my lunch break, work in little pockets that I had at work. I would on my business, (laughs) P.S. Like I do work, but then anytime I had a moment, I would watch a webinar on my lunch break. I was just constantly focused on building this business. I pick up my son, um, typically listen to a podcast or like brainstorm an email or something on my drive home. And then I would be home with him, and I would be working, and we would just be kind of juggling this. I worked on Saturdays. I worked on Sundays. And when I say work, like I was building my business. I was super dedicated to a timeline. My goal was to leave my business in December of that year, and I ended up putting in my notice and leaving in September. Now, I did that for a few reasons. I had set up so much of the foundation of my business, but I hadn't signed a client yet. And when I sat down to talk with my husband, he has always been a huge believer in me, which I feel incredibly blessed about. Um, and I hope that you have someone or someone in your life, maybe not a, a spouse or a partner, that believes in you and this journey. And if you haven't already told them how important it is to you, I highly recommend that you do that. I was very transparent with my husband from the beginning that this was it. This is what I wanted. This is what we were working toward. We were on the same page. And that really helped because he ultimately was like, I think you should just leave early and then just dedicate three months through the end of the year fully on signing a client and growing your business. And what's so crazy is that and again, I took a leap of faith. A lot of people this is not comfortable for them. I totally understand that. This is just my story that I'm sharing with you. I left my 9 to 5 before signing a client. But the day that I walked out of my 9 to 5, my first client paid their contract. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is going to work," but it was really scary. Um and so then I was basically working h- from home. With my son every day. And that was quite an experience and a juggle. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. And I had two days a week where he would go for a few hours and still spend time with my mother in law and my mother. And those were kind of my uninterrupted pockets of time where I could work, which is something we'll talk about today as well. Fast forward a little bit to 2019, and we sold our home, moved into an RV. My husband came home from work at that time. And that's when I first had really. Dedicated pretty uninterrupted time, although I will say it's never really uninterrupted. Um, And so that's kind of the journey that I have had with, um, you know, building my business while also navigating motherhood. And one of the things, the first tip I have for you, and one of the things that I so much of this success comes down to is really having a plan. You know, I already shared with you that I was very dedicated to leaving my nine to five by the end of the year. And so I had that plan in place. I knew what needed to happen in order for me to hit that mark. I had been working with mentors and coaches and in programs and things like that. So I knew, like I was dedicated to speeding up the timeline. I think that's the biggest thing, but I knew the timeline. So I knew that based on what I wanted to achieve, I could. I reverse engineered and said, okay, this is where we need to be financially. This is where I would like to be, right? We ended up kind of jumping the gun on that, but whatevs. Um, I wanted to be here. This is how many clients that I need to have. This is the type of work that I need to do. These are the type of programs that I want. You know what I mean? Like I had all of the pieces out there. My mission really from August, I think, to the end of the year and still to this day has been every single day focused on marketing because I'm like, okay, the brand foundation was set. And once that's set, then I can just focus my energy and attention on marketing, creating content and serving my clients. And so in order to do that, I really had to have a plan in place for what I was doing and focusing on every single day because I knew that if I, and there were days that this happened, do not get me wrong, especially in the beginning before I like really understood how to plan my day, I would wake up and I would spend a lot of time wondering what I should be doing. And that was kind of a waste of time, honestly, because it was in the morning for me, there was a pocket where my son could like entertain himself and he would want to play with his toys in the morning, or he'd want to watch one of his favorite shows. I think I've seen every episode of Word Party a million times. Um, and so there were these things in the morning that like, if I didn't have a plan in place for the day, I would miss out on a possible two to three hour period where I could get a lot of work done. But then come lunchtime and then afternoon and nap time and all of that, that's when things got a little messy. So By having a plan in place, I was able to really jumpstart my day. And that's still something that I have carried into my life today, where the night before, I always map out exactly what I want to do the next day. And so when I start in the morning... I can get right into it. And I've always found as a mom, it might be different for you, but I've always found that the mornings, not the early mornings, like there's definitely like our morning routine situation where everyone needs to eat, you know, kids just like wake up and they're like, I'm hungry. (laughs) It's amazing. And, you know, getting ready and all that. I'm talking after that. I typically today start my day around 10 o'clock. Back then, I think, you know, I'm lucky. My son's always been someone who sleeps in. Um, So I would usually start around 8.30 or so and just kind of ease into my day after our morning routine and, and getting him situated and stuff. But I knew exactly what I was diving into. And it took so much mystery and confusion out of what I should be doing during my limited amount of time. And so if you don't already plan your day, or if you feel like you struggle with planning your day because you don't fully know what the weekly goal is or the monthly goal or the quarterly goal or the yearly goal, I have a ton of resources on planning. On this podcast, we have some recent episodes over on the Brand Mary blog, but I also wanted to share with you that I took this Knowledge, this this framework that I created those early years, and have just been testing and refining, and put them into a physical planner. And when I tell you that this physical planner, it works for entrepreneurs, but like at its heart, it was really for mompreneurs because that's what I was, and I still am. And in those early days, like this. Framework just saved me. And it really focuses not only on like, what am I going to be doing that day, but also like, what am I working toward? What are my goals? Reminding myself of that because it can get tricky, you know, when you're working on something and you're constantly being interrupted. You got to keep your eye on the prize. You've got to remind yourself, like, oh, this is what we're working towards. This is what it's going to provide my family. And having that front and center in in your planner is huge, as well as making sure that you're showing up in different areas of your life, that you're playing, that you're taking care of your mind and your body. Those are things that we start to neglect as mothers, but imagine how much we neglect them when we're also trying to build the business. So, if you Are looking for a resource that's going to support you in the new year, you can go ahead and grab this planner today. It would make a great Christmas gift or holiday gift, you know, and just ask, tell somebody, (laughs) buy this for me. Like, I need this planner. Or of course, you can get it for yourself. Um, But you can go to brandmary.com slash planner to get all the details on that. But I really, when I was thinking about this episode and I was writing this down, I was like, wow, that planner literally just came from being a mom and wanting to start a business and all of those strategies I have been using for years now. And so definitely... If you can get your hands on the Brand Mary Planner, go ahead and grab it. But at the very least, make sure that you're heading into every day with a solid plan of the things that you want to achieve, at least three things a day, and really making sure that you're clear on what you're working on in your business, working towards in your business. Because it makes a huge difference when you've got those goals in your mind's eye. They're going to keep you motivated because it's not always going to be easy, right? Right? the second thing and this these these first three definitely piggyback off of each other but having dedicated work sessions so one thing that was really popular to talk about when I first started my business was like the nap time kind of hustle. And I kept hearing a lot of people, specifically in Facebook groups when I started, talking about how they would just like squeeze in writing an email during nap time or squeeze in, you know, this here and this there, just kind of based on what was going on. And yes, there's. There's going to be times where you absolutely have to do that I have worked many a naps I have put my son to bed and stayed up and finished web pages before I've done all of that but that is those things are not certain right those opportunities how long they are if you're gonna need a nap <laughs> during that time so many things can really influence, how productive that you can be during those little pockets of time. And so while you definitely want to utilize those pockets of time, it's also necessary to have dedicated work sessions every week. And so maybe that is three hours that you can get uninterrupted and you can create your content for the week. This is like hands down the best the best thing to do because creating content is such a key piece of marketing scheduling it posting it that all takes a ton of time and so if you can carve out you know 3 hours once a week where your kiddo is either in childcare or you have a conversation with your partner or your spouse and they're like yes I would love to take the kid to the park or do whatever or you get out of the house and go to a coffee shop um family friends tr- like whatever you got to do you have this pocket of time every week. And if you can repeat it, even better. So when I was working my nine to five my hu- and my husband was at his job, I did this on Sundays. My husband was off on Sunday. And so I would spend the early morning on Sunday creating my content, scheduling it for the week. And then once I left my nine to five, I did this on Mondays. And on Monday, my son would go to my mother-in-law's house. I would go to the local library down the street because I was breastfeeding at the time. And just wasn't producing like I should. So I needed to be closer and um, I would go and I would work for about three hours at the library, create content, write blog posts, schedule it. And I was done for the whole entire week. So even if it's just one day, it's going to make a huge difference in your marketing. But I always recommend that you try and have two days. And maybe one of those days is content creation. And another one of those days is client work Um, I used to do Wednesdays, which was client work, which is when I would have my calls and work with my clients on those days. So having dedicated work sessions worked into your schedule, like I'm talking like on your Google calendar, okay? (laughs) So that everyone knows about them is really, really important. It's gonna make sure that you've got at least one to two days a week that you can focus on growing your business. And then of course, you're gonna optimize the time in between. Another bonus tip I have for you, is changing your location. So let's say you can only get one day, like uninterrupted childcare, and you're gonna use that for your content creation. Okay, great. Now, let's say you obviously need to get things done during the week, fitting in the naps isn't just enough. Bring your kid with you and go do something. Change your location. And so one of the things that my son and I used to do a lot, and this is where I joke that like, my laptop lifestyle was not always on boats and on planes and on trains and like, you know gallivanting through Europe, it used to be on the floor or at a coffee shop or at a park because that's what I had to do. And so not only did I find that when I changed locations, I actually got more creative. I was kind of out of like, let's pick up the house and let's, you know, do the laundry and let's like piddle with stuff <laughs> while I'm home. I could focus on my business because there wasn't all these distractions around me, but my son also really thrived. So we used to walk to the park by our house. And while we walked, I would record a email or a blog post that I wanted to write in my headset. While we walked, and then I would transcribe that later. We would get to the park. I would pull out my computer. I would bring some toys. We would sit. My son would be like amazed at what's happening or be at the playground. I would get some work done. We would go to the coffee shop at least once a week, and they had like a kids' play area, and we would grab, you know, a little drink, and he would play, and I would write, or I would answer emails. So, really utilizing and thinking outside the box, it's Fantastic. And especially, it was really great for our son because he got to hang out with other kids and he got to, he's a nature lover. And it's probably because we spent so much time outside when he was little because we would even just go outside and I had just a backyard full of stuff for him to be entertained. And I would write emails or I would answer emails or whatever I needed to do. Um, my marketing, my scheduling, all of that. So if you, even if you can only get yourself one dedicated work session a week, look for those opportunities wherever you can find them. Okay, number three piggyba- piggybacks off of that, and it's all about boundaries. And I know that this is a tricky one. I get it. I can't tell you how many times I have had to have a conversation with myself about mom guilt. It's a big freaking deal, and it's really, really difficult to prioritize yourself over your children. It is years and years and years of us being told that that's not okay. <laughs> but I am here to tell you that it is okay. As long as your child is safe and well cared for, it is okay for you to say, I need alone time. I need to have this time to build my business. I need child, you to understand the importance of this. And I always like to reframe the word boundaries as just established communication because all you're really doing is asking for what you need and setting it, and honoring it. And so this is going to look different for everyone, and it's going, to be, it's going to look different based on your family dynamic. So I just wanted to share what that looked like for me, and maybe give you some ideas to get started. So the first thing that I did, and I already shared this with you, is I was super clear with my husband from day one how important this was. And we both got on the same page about it. And we would communicate. And yes, there were times when I had to, you know, uh, remind him (laughs) of, like, hey, I know this is really hard right now. We're not making any money, but blah, 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 blah. And there were times when he had to lift me up and still does today. And so I'm not saying that it was always a beautiful, you know, hey, this is what's happening. And he was like, yay, great, right? There's a lot of give and take when it comes to communication. But I was super clear about that from the beginning, and I invited him in on the journey. I also really clued in my family, and so it made it a lot easier for me to ask for help. And I found that sometimes I didn't even really need to ask for it. My mother-in-law would call me and say, hey, I was thinking of coming and getting Cal you know, one day this week and taking him somewhere. Or my mom would be like, hey, I'm off this day. You want me to take Cal? And I was like, great, golden opportunity. Yes, please. (laughs) I will utilize that time. I will get some work done. And having that communication with them was so helpful. But the communication that I had with Cal, my son, from the beginning, I think has been key. And so if you have littles or you're bringing a little into this world, then you might be able to really take some of these tips and implement them quickly, so one of the things, even when he was a baby, like before he could talk or walk, I would always set him up if I was gonna be diving into some work that I really needed to focus on. So that might look like making sure he had you know, his play situation taken care of. I used to do live streams during the day and I would put him in a baby carrier on my back because I knew, hey, he could probably get tired while I'm on this live stream and he might get fussy. So if I just put him in the baby carrier, he's going to take a nap and he would fall asleep. And I would do my live stream. (laughs) Like I really got scrappy with it. But as he got older, I would include him in my morning routine. I would meditate. And while I meditate, I'd wear headphones, right? Because you can get easily distracted. But I didn't close my eyes. I just really focused on breathing and listening to the meditation, and he would just be kind of rolling around at my feet. As he got a little bit older, he started doing workouts with me or pretending like he was doing workouts with me and just loved like having that time and opportunity to, to be there with me. If I knew that I was getting on a call, because there were multiple calls that I took with my clients or group coaching calls or even with my own mentor... When it was just my son and I at home, I would set him up and I would set him up with maybe a movie or a show or put his toys out, make sure he had snacks available. As he got older, he could go grab his own snacks. So it was just about really asking myself before I dove into anything, what do I need to do? What do I need to ask for? What boundary do I need to put in place so that I can be successful at this? And it wasn't always perfect. And I never went into it with the idea that I wasn't going to get interrupted, but I knew that I just minimized those chances a ton. I would even set these expectations such boundaries with whoever i was on the call for it's become a kind of tradition in my group program roadmap to freedom that we say kiddos are welcome because those first few years of me running it i would say hey my son and i are home so If he comes in or he needs something, just know I'm going to have to push pause. If you need to do the same, that's totally fine. So we've had so many calls where there's just been moms with kids um, you know, or having to turn off their camera because they got to go grab some snacks. And I still do this today on my calls. And so this is me kind of setting that boundary with my clients as well, this expectation like, this is my life. This is what we do around here. And If you can start that young and if you can start that communication, it really pays off even to this day. Um, I think it is one of the cutest things when Cal comes and pops in the room and says, happy podcast recording or uh, good luck on your live video. Like He just knows because that communication has been there for so long. I've always told him what I was doing and why it is important that he honor this time that I need. And it's been huge. And I've noticed that he also can express what he needs because he has seen me lead by that example. And if you've got kiddos that are older that can understand what's happening, then it really is about you communicating it as well. And I have found this to be true with pretty much everyone in my life when it comes to entrepreneurship. It's not just about saying what you need, but I also love to share why. Why do I need this? And why is this important? get them on the same page as you. They're going to be more likely to support you on your journey if they really understand the why behind it. And so these boundaries could, again, are going to vary for every freaking family. But when it comes to our kiddos, which is what this is really about, communication is key and looking, preparing, right? Having that plan in place so you know what you're doing that day so then you can better prepare or set them up so that you have that time. Number four is all about getting support. Now, I already shared that one thing I noticed when I communicated my needs and my desires to those around me is that they would step up and actually offer support. So I didn't always have to ask for it. So yes, support from Family and loved ones and and friends and things like that is incredibly important, but it's not the only way that you can get support. And if that's not available to you because you live away from family or you no longer are connected to your family, there are other ways for you to get support. And one of the things that most people think of because we're entrepreneurs, we think of getting support in our business. But we all know that that typically comes with a cost. If you are just starting your business, it is very unlikely that you are going to want to invest money into a virtual assistant because you want that money to go back to your family, right? <laughs> okay, been there, done that. And so that's why one of the things, and this is not mompreneur related, but systems and having systems in place are so, so important. It's why I work with my clients on streamlining the backend and the systems of their business so they're not wasting time on silly admin or tech or any of that stuff and can focus their energy and attention on marketing. So there's a lot of areas where we can save time to where we don't need to hire a VA right out of the gate. But getting support doesn't just mean getting support in your business. It's also getting support in your life so that you can dedicate more time to your business. And so this could be things that you invest in, like grocery delivery, super underrated, I'm telling you. Um, having someone come and clean your home so you don't have to do it if that is available to you. We also, um, I would try and have like dedicated days where I would get all of our errands and stuff done so that I wasn't going out on a Monday and a Wednesday and a Thursday and a Saturday to like do different things. But also, one very underrated thing is an exchange of services. If you don't have additional income right now to hire a house cleaner, then is there some way that you can exchange a service with a friend that has a house cleaning service? Do they have kiddos that they need you to watch one day when you're not working on your business and then they can come and um you know take care of your clean your home or one thing that I did with my cousin was she worked at a school and there was one day a week that they needed support and so I her daughter would come over and I would just be there with both kids, I didn't try to get anything done during that time frame. If I could, yay. If not, I was just dedicated to hanging out with them. And then she would watch Cal on Fridays and I would have uninterrupted time to work on my business. I already was going to have my son on that random Wednesday and probably wasn't going to get a ton done anyway. So adding another kid didn't really change that dynamic, but I will tell you that it gave me an opportunity to get a lot of work done on that Friday when I didn't have anyone I needed to watch or care for. And so look for opportunities like this. Do you have a friend that wants to get started in virtual assistant and they're willing to help you with some back-end stuff that they're wanting to learn as you grow your business for a testimonial and a referral? Look for opportunities there. It doesn't always have to be paid for, but get support in your business. And if you have a network of friends and family that you can tap into, don't be afraid to ask. And like I said before, don't be afraid to tell them why. Why is this important? What are you working toward? And then I will also just add in here, because I did mention mom guilt a couple minutes ago, Remind yourself why you're doing it if you ever feel that way, because the feelings are going to come up, especially if you start investing in some things to make your life a little easier and you start making up some bullshit belief that you should be investing that money in them or toys or something. Like you're bettering your family for what you're doing. And when you can clearly see the life that you are creating, for your family. And that, yes, this process is a process. And no, you're not quite there yet, but every day you're making a 1% improvement to get you there. When you can see that, it makes it all worth it. And it really always grounded me in saying, this might be hard right now. This might be tricky to navigate. I might be juggling a lot of different things, but I know that what's on the other side of this is Phenomenal. And it's going to change the dynamic for my family, whatever that might look like for you. Which brings me to tip number five, which are your habits. And I specifically want to focus on self-care habits here because prioritizing yourself outside of motherhood and being a CEO or a business owner is incredibly important. And you've got to have that time to process your shit <laughs> a lot of stuff's gonna come up as an entrepreneur you're going to be carrying a lot of weight to make decisions to do things to test things to um, try new things you're the one doing it right and you're gonna have to make decisions on your schedule and your family dynamic and asking for support and There's a lot. If you're not taking time to honor yourself and ground yourself and care for yourself, it's going to be a struggle. And I think it is unrealistic for me to sit here and tell a new mother that they need to take an hour every day by themselves to take care of themselves and take a bath or do whatever. No, I mean, I didn't want to do that either. I wanted to spend an hour growing my business because I didn't have a ton of time. But what I quickly realized is that I could look for small opportunities to create self-care habits in my day-to-day. And it didn't mean that I needed to carve out a full hour every single morning to do all of these check- checklists, self-care, whatever, hoo-ha. <laughs> I could really work them into my day-to-day. And so what this looked like for me was movement. I've said this a million times. I've got a morning routine YouTube video that you can check out over on my YouTube channel. We'll link it in the show notes at bramarycom slash podcast. But a morning routine, as I mentioned, is just a really great way to ground yourself as you launch into the day. And movement has always been one of the things that I, I have to do. I have to honor it. And so that was pretty much all I had time for in the morning, about 20 minutes and I would get that done. And then we would get into our day. But I looked for those opportunities. So what was I feeding myself in the morning? What was my nourishment? That is a self-care habit. What you feed yourself, your food, your fuel, that is self-care. How are you taking care of yourself? So I always made sure that I had a really nutritious breakfast to kickstart my day so that I had the energy. I also would incorporate in things that inspired me throughout my day. so Maybe while I was writing an email, I would listen to a podcast. Maybe you're listening to this one now. Oh my gosh. That's a full circle moment I just had. <laughs> I would listen to podcasts, people who inspired me, people who motivated me, people who gave me new ideas. Um, maybe I would read for 15 minutes before diving into writing a blog post. Maybe I would take a walk, walk self-care, right? It's like I would look for those opportunities where I could really kind of do more, right? In the amount of time that I was given. So a walk was a great opportunity to bond with my son and get him out of the house. It was also an opportunity for me to move my body, an opportunity for me to get outside of the house and ground myself, an opportunity to listen to a podcast or record something. I mean, look at what you could possibly do to optimize your time. And as you're optimizing your time, as you're really, you know, extending, extending your time, don't forget. Those opportunities to care for yourself because it absolutely is necessary. And yes, I am a fan of a bubble bath. I try to take one at least once a week. Okay. I am a fan of a skincare routine. I am a fan of journaling. I am a fan of all those different things. But to sit here and tell you that you're going to have an hour to two hours every morning or every night to fit those things in is pretty unrealistic probably at the stage of your life and business that you are in. So how can you still prioritize yourself as a woman outside of motherhood, outside of running a business and care for yourself? Because I will tell you that the more that I put and prioritize caring for myself as a woman, the more I show up as a mother and as a business owner the more I can give in those areas without feeling depleted. And start small with your habits. If you haven't read the book Atomic Habits, definitely check it out. Start small and allow them to grow. My morning routine in the beginning of my business looked completely different than what it looks like today. And even my morning routine right now looks different than three months ago. It's always changing. Honor your different seasons, but make sure that you are prioritizing your self-care and look for opportunities to incorporate those habits into your day-to-day routine. I hope that this episode was really helpful for you as you navigate this season of life. And I will just leave you with this. You will later look back and be incredibly thankful that you grew your business in this dynamic. It will prepare you for so much as your business grows, you take on team, and you step into the CEO role. You will be able to handle things so well because you really had to think on your toes and get creative with it as you grew your business as a mompreneur. So whether you call yourself a mompreneur or a mom boss or whatever the heck, or just an entrepreneur with kids, (laughs) which is great too, I want you to know that this is, you are learning things now that a lot of entrepreneurs do not get to learn based on their current circumstance. And those that skill set is really going to pay off for you in the long run. I know that it has for me. All right, my friend. I hope that you love this episode. If you could share this with someone close to you, a colleague, a friend, or just the interwebs, that would be greatly appreciated. Be sure to head over to Michelle Knight Co. on Instagram and let me know that you enjoyed this episode or if you have any questions that I can answer for you. Be sure to grab your planner at brandmary.com slash planner so you can use that to better plan your day-to-day in your business. And don't forget to take the free quiz at brandmary.com slash roadmap before it expires on December 30 first. I will be back with our final episode of 2022 next week. If you are getting started in your business, you don't want to miss this episode. It is a good one. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Brand Mary Podcast. And congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit BrandMaryPodcast.com. That's B R A N D. M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave your review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.